0: Welcome back to the Unpopular Truth Podcast. Um, We are here again talking about biblical truths and scriptural truths. And today we are going to answer some questions and follow up with a voting poll that we posted on social media about spiritual warfare. Yep.
1: So we're going to answer some questions. The last episode we did was um, about Satan. And so uh, we had some questions that came in regarding um, just tying up some loose ends about Satan and his capability, his limited ability, and kind of how he uh, works against us. So... Yeah, nobody
2: asked about the sunshine and rainbows. No. Everybody's just... Everybody focused just on took satan it. i know yes everybody <laughs>
1: just took it um yeah so and today we're going to talk about spiritual warfare because uh we did a poll on instagram and spiritual warfare was the topic that won
2: it's crazy people what? actually want to know about Pe- bible stuff <laughs> people <laughs> the
1: people want to know our audience is biased because death yes. would have
2: been really cool yes, yes. ghosts and goblins and, and we'll have to do that yeah we're gonna have to do death.
1: 'Cause that's that's serious and that's some good questions there too. But we're not gonna talk
2: about goblins. No. All right.
3: No, no. it's more about I don't know. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll answer that later. Gargoyles.
2: Or gargoyles. Gargoyles.
1: So um yeah, so we're gonna talk about spiritual warfare and um this will kind of tie in, like I said, with the episode Sunshine, Rainbows, and Satan. Um because we need some clarification on some things.
2: Yeah. So, so people I wonder if people think that Satan leads the spiritual warfare. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah like he's in charge He's in charge yeah
1: yeah so hopefully we're gonna talk we're gonna kick it around for the next few minutes and uh, see if we can come up with some good answers from Scripture mm-hmm. so that we have a clear understanding. so that's where what we
0: jump to first? Let's ask the question of what is spiritual warfare?
1: What is spiritual warfare? So anybody want to jump out there?
0: I mean, I can give us the the worldly view of spiritual warfare cited by the Wikipedia, the most reliable source ever, (laughs) ever. Wikipedia says that spiritual warfare is the Christian concept of fighting against the work of the preternatural evil forces. It is based on the biblical belief in evil spirits or demons that are said to intervene in human affairs in various ways. Okay. So. (laughs) So. Lots of words. Yeah, lots of words. Lots of words that I will never, ever use in my life again. But um, it's interesting that they use the word preternatural, which I had to look that up. And we had to do some digging on that. But preternatural is something that is outside or beside the natural. So what we have concurred from that information is that it is not supernatural and is not natural, but it is the level in between.
1: Yeah, that's a little bit tough to grasp, I think, Mm -hmm. if you're not really wrapping your brain around that.
2: So what we said was... Since spiritual warfare can't happen inside of God's kingdom, a.k.a. heaven, in the heavenly realm, but it can happen inside God's realm of authority, which would be the earth. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I so, think, yeah. um, so let's, I'll just read this really quick just to put that beside what Ellis read. So Ephesians 6.12, I think this is probably the verse that we most often use when we talk about spiritual warfare. So um, Paul says that it is our struggle, well, he says it's not. Ephesians six twelve. our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly places. So again, that's talking about there's, there's three heavens, so mm-hmm. this is another biblical truth, but um, one of the heavenly places is where we exist. So this atmosphere is referred to as heaven in Scripture. So I think that's what Paul is saying here. This is where it happens, which is basically what you just said, Matt. Yeah,
2: Yeah. he did say that. Yeah. We got real deep real quick. I know. (laughs) I apologize if we're breaking your brain. I know. Five minutes into this podcast. I know,
1: we kind of started out spicy. That's good, though. That's um, good, though.
2: So... If you're tracking with us, yes, spiritual warfare is a thing. No, it does not happen inside of God's kingdom, basically being heaven, where God sits and rules, but since Satan has been given authority... Mm -hmm over the world where we live, right? then mm-hmm. the spiritual warfare has to happen somewhere in between where we live and where God resides. Reigns. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, technically, technically yes. reigns all, oh yes. Yeah, so mean. if you think yeah. about a kingdom that a king reigns, and you think about the capital where the king stays, it would be hard to stage warfare inside. Right. It would be hard to breach the gates of that kingdom specific city kingdom. Right. Yes. But that doesn't take away from the king's reign over his realm. So his all of his land and his country. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So think about it in terms of. That's the what I was. Yes.
3: Yes. That's where I was going with that. Yeah. Glad in terms of a mind. king
2: and a kingdom. Now we're always. Yeah. On the we're same. always on the always.
3: same. Always. Yes.
1: Okay. So it happens around us. Yeah. Are we, are we okay with that yes. definition? Are yes. we okay with that? Just from based off right. Ephesians six twelve, it happens around us, and it is an invisible mm-hmm. reality with tangible results. Yes. I right. just made that up. No, I think that's I wouldn't. Great.
0: I wouldn't like, say tan. Well, I guess I tangible Ellis, would be a say? word. I would say it is invisible to us but it can have visible results. Ooh, I okay. like
1: that. I like that better. Instead yes. of
0: tangible cuz tangible is something more that you can like grasp. 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 Okay. So I would Got I would it. say more visual results because we can see them.
2: Okay. We can see the effects. We
0: can see the effects of spiritual warfare. That's better. Yes. It is invisible to us but we can see the effects of it.
1: Okay. So so far We have that it is a real thing. It -hmm. happens around us, even though it is invisible. And then we can
0: visually see see the effects effects of
1: it. Okay. Let's just make sure we have one more um, thing straight. Paul says it is not against flesh and blood.
2: Right. So So it isn't. Physical human beings are not our adversaries right. in the sense of spiritual warfare.
1: <laughs> Which is so important to remember yes. because sometimes we feel like they are. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we forget that
2: everybody is made in God's image. Yes. And that is an important reminder when you're thinking of spiritual warfare is that the Imago Dei still reigns yes. in the person you're looking at across from you.
1: Wow. Yeah. And I think sometimes we um, spend a lot of needless energy battling people. people when this verse clearly says that that's not what spiritual warfare is. But yet we see so many professing Christians, yeah, fighting one another.
2: And oh, I, yeah, yeah, I think it's because we look. I, I and I to give credit to. A little bit of that. I think it's because we see the effects of spiritual warfare on the lives of the people that we disagree with, so on and so forth. So we still see the effects of spiritual warfare, but I think we're seeing the effects of spiritual warfare. Ronnie, you you had mentioned this before the podcast. I think we see the effects of spiritual warfare. I should from... have mentioned
3: it while we had it <laughs> recording because I don't remember what I said.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm going to remind you. Okay. We see the effects from the the media platforms, yes, and from the you know the people like uh, Hollywood, Hollywood. We we see it from the entertainment industry, yes, yes, Uh, where those influences
3: hit huge numbers.
2: Yes, and we see people buying into those movements that are very Mm anti-Gospel, right? And so when we see people buying into those movements, since we don't feel like we can attack the movement, movement itself, itself, we attack the people themselves, oh, right? Matt, which that is,
1: is not so okay. That are, that are
3: being a part of it yes, just because they're following along. That
1: is so good. But you we have to, to set again. our targets you can, higher. You have right. to say that again.
2: So instead of attacking the movement oh. that influences the people in an anti-gospel way... We need Man. to stop attacking the people and start putting our targets higher on the movements.
3: Right.
1: Instead. Just yeah. imagine. Because, I'm sorry, honey. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you Yours is
3: go. probably going to be much better than mine.
1: <laughs> just imagine. Okay, so oh. I'll, I'm just kidding. Go <laughs> ahead. I
3: was, I was joking. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> just imagine if the church really read this verse of Scripture. Yeah. And thought it through like we just did. That you know, that's the really for me the whole point of doing this podcast is just if the church would think critically about scripture. Yeah. Think about the church what it could do. And, and we're not—we're not, like we're not even
2: referring to the church as the pastors. No, no we're referring no. to church, the church as, as Christ the followers. Christ followers the who believe yes. <laughs> in Jesus and the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. it is—it is not on your pastor to, you know,
3: lead the charge. Really,
2: re- it's really yeah. not.
3: No, it's all of us.
2: And it, yeah, it, and we should be right there with them. You know, if you're not standing up on you know, whatever you consider the lower realm of that belief to be, if you're not mm-hmm. standing up on the morals that you believe in there, why do you expect your pastor to stand upon even higher morals? Yeah. To, to battle the influence, the movement or the influence.
3: Yes.
1: Anywhere so, else? So Matt, you said the movements, the... Like yeah. anti, you said anti-gospel, anti-God movements, which is exactly what I see in Ephesians 6.12 against the world forces of darkness. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that is one of the, man, best definitions of spiritual warfare that I've.
2: Yeah, because it, it doesn't direct us or it's not directed to us personally. You know, you know what I'm saying. Like it, it it's not yes. spiritual warfare. Doesn't attack us individually. Yes, it, it attacks us collectively, and so it it Again, hurts it, yeah. for us it's to be. It's not going to go
3: after. Yeah, me. I have no. no I have no. Uh, it's not gaining anything by 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 coming after me.
2: Right, not but you
3: individually. In, not in, not individual. Yes, right. But if you but,
2: had a collective following,
3: or yeah. Yes. Or I was in that group. It would be perfect opportunity if I was in that larger group. Yeah. You know, it's more bang for your buck. Bottom line. Yeah. This, I, this is going to be I a said. short podcast.
0: Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> we are breaking through this very quickly. This is true. This this well, could be a shorty. because we got it's yeah. okay.
2: We Just
1: dove the, straight into the we, deep end. We yeah. went in well, quick okay, and we broke I, it up quick. Yeah. Okay, but I think that. Like that's the most important thing, is because people have a misguided view of spiritual warfare. Right. So basically, we're spinning our wheels. Uh, yeah. And and a lot of energy, really accomplishing nothing for the kingdom because we have a poor definition that of spiritual warfare. Just like we talked about on the last podcast, if we have a mm. skewed view of Satan, we are spending time and energy in the wrong direction right so that's the that's the thing is that we need a clear definition yeah so that we can correct those things um this is why this is such
3: a great question i know and again we always give the other team more than what they deserve yeah we give them more credit it's true we give them more power we give them more yep knowledge i mean we give them everything
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we empower them more More than than they they are actually empowered there you go yeah which doesn't make any sense it makes no sense at all so um because of who
2: we believe in yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah. exactly (laughs) that's my whole point (laughs) exactly so Mm -hmm. okay it's it's going on around us it is beyond natural ellis is is that a good word or not
0: yes that's that's the word that was used yeah. by Wikipedia that we Okay concurred.
2: So te- that yeah, is we correct. said it was
1: beside the natural. Beside, yeah. that's yeah. the word we, we locked. Between on. the okay.
3: natural and the supernatural. Yes. Okay. In between.
1: It's not against people. hmm And it is against world forces of darkness. Okay. Yes,
2: right. So when Paul finishes out that verse the last part of it says it's not against flesh and blood mm-hmm. but it's against powers mm-hmm. principalities Principalities, right and what what's the last two things that he says
1: he says it's against the rulers against the powers against rulers. the world forces of darkness yes
2: so rulers and world forces of darkness are kind of what we're addressing yes. between me and ronnie is <coughs> we again we're still not attacking the the person as the individual we're attacking the right. movement that they are leading, leading, yes, right. yeah, and so, yes, it might get confusing because you you'll be like, well, hold on, if it's not against flesh and blood, but who are the powers and the you know, yeah, the rulers and are they not flesh and blood? Well, yeah, but again, our fight is not against them specifically; right. it's against the ideals that they withhold, and and not withhold, but our our raising a, up yeah. yeah and infecting
1: the so it's a mass larger population okay so spiritual warfare we tend to think of it on an individual basis because we're always self-centered but in actuality it's a larger issue it's like kingdom against kingdom so it's like the kingdom of god and the kingdom of this world that's where the spiritual warfare is taking place. It's what I'm trying yeah, to say. It's is the,
2: the ideals of both. Of both. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So
1: we mm-hmm. tend to think of spiritual warfare in a way that we or me personally, I am standing toe to toe with Satan. Yes. In some, in some cosmic battle, right? Yeah. So, so throwing off demons
2: left and right. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: that's why I'm saying we need to get a clear definition so that we can move our energy away from that, which is probably not even happening, and move our energy and focus toward what is actually happening according to Scripture. Yes. So, okay. So, how do
2: we combat spiritual warfare as a what Christian? What
0: is our role in spiritual yeah. warfare, Ellis? Um, what is our
2: role? How do we take part?
0: Yeah, so I did a little bit of research, um, looked up some articles on spiritual warfare and the one thing that I did find was like Matt said, it's not between a man and a man but it's between ideals. it's between mm. Christianity and it's between Buddhism, Hinduism, you know, Scientology, some other mm-hmm. ideal religion,
1: that's opposed. That is
0: opposing to God, yep, and not just God, but
2: everything He stands for. But the yeah.
0: biblical God, yep, that includes prosperity gospel, health, Ooh. wealth, and me. Uh oh, you, know, you said it. I did. All, all, all of the, I all really of the quote health, unquote wealth and me. Yeah, all that's of a the good one. quote unquote Christianity religions that aren't biblical. Based. Okay. They are basically what can God do for me? So, okay. Ooh, it's John me MacArthur, John MacArthur describes it very, mm-hmm. like, bluntly, and he basically says that if we meet someone that devoutly follows that false religion, they just like us are taking their best effort to worship God that they think is Mm -hmm. so like buddhism they search for their thing and they're focused on it just like we're focused on god but the problem is they are not going after god they're in a way going after satan because he is the father of lies and deception so all false religions as john MacArthur says are basically created by demons and satan because because they with, twist it. Because, because it they're twisted. They're twisted. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a religion that is twisted and it is false. And so, I mean, he immediately references Second Thessalonians where it says, when the Lord Jesus will be revealed from heaven with his almighty angels in flaming fire, dealing out retribution to those who do not know God and to those who do not obey the gospel of our lord jesus mm. these will pay the penalty of eternal destruction so he's saying that we see this happening so right. our role in spiritual warfare is to combat the like the ideals of false religions wow. rather than the people yeah. themselves because wow. because if we if we can destroy the ideals then we then we can Correct the Correct mistake. The people,
1: yeah, misinformation. Right. There it is. Correct. So no, that's yeah. So, Just say so now, so
0: so we destroy the ideals. So now, if we destroy the ideals, the people who are following those ideals are open to biblically yeah. sound teaching of who God is and salvation in Jesus.
2: If we can destroy the ideals, if we can ideals, destroy the we ideals, can correct.
0: we can correct the people oh, because now That is so because good. because now they have no ideals. Alice. Now they have no ideals. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's just like it's just like a college student who is unprepared, right, coming out of high school and claim they're a Christian and they have the brilliant PhD uh, professor. science professor mm. that says your god isn't real. Here's science. And they go, oh, I guess he's right. Because that they, now they've broken down their ideals, and so they're open. They're exposed. So if we can break the ideals of false religions, we can expose Satan and demons for the lies and twists that they bring upon people, and we can open up those people to, to truth.
2: truth. Which is Satan's plan all along. On the opposite end. Yes. He can break your ideals. If he can break he down. Can turn you towards yes. whatever he if wants to If he can break everyone. down
0: the truth.
1: Genesis 3. Yes. Yeah. If he yeah. can break
0: down the truth and twist the truth, it exposes your ideals and makes you open to lies.
1: Yeah. That, that is so good. Always oh, yeah. about <laughs> twisting the truth. That's that so, is so good. There's so yeah. much in that. Yeah. Well, there's so much because we, we're just so focused on ourselves mm. and the fact that you know,
2: I'm in in a, meology, it's meology instead
1: of three, instead of theology, but it's so much I'm in spiritual warfare. You know, would you pray for me? I'm having a lot of, you know, spiritual warfare. I'm just in the middle Mm -hmm. of a battle. I'm just in the middle of this. Mm -hmm. And you know, the point is maybe you're not.
0: The only reason that I know be, that be...
1: <laughs> you know, that sounds so harsh. That's <laughs> no, so true. Like, I yeah. don't want to say it, but I do want to say We're it. We're pretty
3: harsh in this
0: house,
2: so the I only, think you well, could if probably say it up to that, other people. if to that, then we couldn't call this unpopular truth. Ooh, so. True, true. The, the only reason the that I
0: think that would be acceptable, if you are living in China, meeting in some random person's basement yes. to, to worship God, and you live in a country where their ideals is anti-God, Anti-God. so you are...
2: An anti-individual. An
0: anti-individual. Yeah. So you are putting yourself in a position where spiritual warfare will Man. be happening 24-7 around you because you are signed and sealed oh. by the Holy Spirit.
3: Okay, so then I'll throw this in. So you just brought that up. So I'm going to... Stamp on it. And I'm, it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to be that Christian instead of being in China. I'm going to go to, we'll just say, XYZ Place because I'm not going to name anything, um, that is surrounded by all of that, the wrong thought process, everything. Mm. The am, So am I going to be in that spiritual war when I go into this place that I know I shouldn't go, the people that are there are not Christians, they are idolizing something that is not, you know, building up God or even about God yeah at any way am i in spiritual warfare
0: i think if you sit on your couch all day and don't go out and expose anything. anything then no you won't experience you won't no i'm saying you i'm saying i go out to this place
3: and and okay you like said like a mission trip no no i'm saying i go down the street to the club
1: He's going to the club. Oh,
3: I'm going to the club. <laughs> <laughs> it, I think it I think it
0: depends on your intentions. Yeah. Okay. Okay, if what
1: you, Daddy's saying is he wants he wants to get to the point that he wants you to get to the point that if he puts himself in a position that he is maybe tempted to sin is that spiritual warfare?
3: Am I am in a place like you said. If I'm over in China and I am surrounded by evil, mm-hmm. then yes, you were saying I will be. I will be in the midst of spiritual warfare because I'm the sole person there. So if I go into, you know, and I can't, I don't want to say club because right, I, I've been to clubs and I like yeah, the dance. I think it's and, it's. I have you're, fun. You're, saying, but
1: you're saying,
2: saying if you put ideals, yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. I'm you're putting myself I'm going in this, with my ideals yeah. into a, a country pl- that does not support the ideals that support the kingdom of God. Right. Am I? Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think the easy answer is yes, you are experiencing or to So going then if I decide to go to a
3: church that I know straight up is not preaching the truth, Ooh, and speaking the truth. That's of the matter. Yeah. See, I was, I was, I was yeah. not trying to go there. Forget I was wanting. China. I was wanting Ellis yeah. yeah. to to go there. So if I go to this church that I know they're not tr- preaching the truth, singing the truth, doing the truth, wow. anything, yeah. am I going into the as they would used to say the devil's den? I mean, am I going into the heart of spiritual warfare at that
0: point? In a sense, yes, because it's like Matt said, if you go in with your ideals, and they have their ideals, and theirs are not biblical and sound, then it is a false religion, and it is twisted, and it's a lie, and so your ideals will be combating with that. Mm -hmm. They should be. If they're not, then you need to do some self-reflecting, because If, if you are knowing that it is false and you consider yourself truth and you go in and you don't feel any sense of, you know, this is wrong. I need to maybe send a letter in or something or like make a note, come back again, maybe see if it's just the one thing, then, then you might need to self-reflect on your ideals because there's always going to be that spiritual warfare when you surround yourself with false ideals.
2: And a lot of that isn't going to be, and I hate to say it, it's, it's not going to be something that you know right away. Because mm-hmm. the inverse of that can happen where you're supporting ideals that are not of Christ and that, that when you go to some church or, or some community that you're a part of that starts combating those ideals with Christ's ideas, yeah. it's going to be the same conflict. So either whatever realm you're in, you know, whether you're in the church that's not speaking the truth or a church that is speaking the truth.
3: Or just a movement that the community oh yeah. is pushing. Yes. Just, and I'm not going to say anything about that, but I can yes. think of one too. 3. There's about yes, 100 I know. right now. I can sit here and yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, then yeah, when there is that that conflicting spirit inside of you that's saying something's wrong, then you do need to spend time figuring out what ideals that you are supporting that might be right yes. or wrong. And I think yeah.
0: that all comes back to opening your Bible. Because Everything if comes you back to that. yes, because if you don't, I mean, why would anybody do that? I don't know. <laughs> it's just a Random thought. But if you don't open your Bible and understand who God is and the ideals of true biblical Christianity and the biblical view of God, then you could be supporting the wrong ideals and go into somewhere that is supporting the correct ideals and say, this is wrong. This is conflicting my ideals. So it it must be false and must be spiritual warfare when in reality you are. Your ideals are being exposed and pulled out. And if a preacher is preaching spiritually and biblically, like sound doctrine, then you will sit there and be convicted the whole time because you will be like, yeah. I'm doing something wrong, something isn't right. And then that should lead to repentance and going home and opening up the Bible and saying, This is what he preached on, this is what I believe. Let's do some of my own research yeah. and my own studying because we're all theologians. So yeah. we are all called to, to study and break down the Bible. So if we don't do that, then someone can come in and say, this verse says that God's going to give you money. When in reality, if you just flip a page back, he's talking about preserving his people, Yeah, which has nothing to do with getting money yeah. mm-hmm. or coming through some hardship when he's really talking about having the strength for trials and tribulation and temptation. So it all comes back to knowing a sound biblical view of God and your ideals.
2: Right. Because they can even take, you know, the verse that talks about uh, money and go money is the root of all evil. Yeah. Again, the Bible doesn't say that. It says the love of money. Yeah. And so, you know, you have to be aware, and this is this is kind of what what we're playing into. You have to be aware of the schemes of the devil, you know, and the adversary, because that's what's happening here. The big plan, yeah. The big plan is is something that you get caught up in.
1: Yeah, and I think that's the verse before Ephesians six twelve. Matt is Ephesians six eleven, which says. Put on the full armor of God so that you'll be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil, which tells us that we are able to stand against the schemes of the devil. You have the capability to do that. And if we
2: look at what the armor is, it's all ideals. It's ideals mm -hmm. that you're standing for Mm -hmm. and standing on.
1: Yeah, well... Yeah, it's the word of God. Right. So I was just thinking while y'all were talking, I just flipped over to the book of Jude and, you know, the third verse of Jude says, I felt the necessity to write to you appealing that you contend earnestly for the faith, which was once for all handed down to the saints. So. We have to be prepared to contend. There's going to be tension. There's going to be contention. There's going to be a struggle. And we have to know what truth is in order to defend it, correct it, Mm. and contend for it. That's what it says. I love that. Contend earnestly for the faith. Not your faith, what you think it is, what your truth is, my truth, all that mumbo-jumbo. It's authoritative truth of God. That's what we are contending for.
2: Yes. And it, you know, it
1: gets, it gets tough because sometimes we get caught up in contending for our truth and we want to be right and we want to prove our point. Um, So again, we just have to kind of scoot ourselves out of the way. Right. um, Well, a lot of time our truth
2: is wrapped up in our experiences, in our experiences. I know. I know. And that that is something that we have to be aware of. Is just because these are our experiences, unfortunately, <laughs> does not make it the, the whole, whole truth. truth. Yeah, right. And, or and or what our where,
3: experience, what we want our experience to be.
2: Yeah, and and that's 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 where this whole your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth movement came out of. And it, yep. yeah, because everybody re- experiences reality difference. But the truth still lies right down the middle where it's not just my experience versus your experience. It's our experience with the same truth combined yes. that makes it the truth. Yeah. Yes. And Yeah. So that that's a caveat there. But truth is truth. Plain and simple. Yeah. There's no relativity to it. it your experiences are relative. That's it. Stop basing... <laughs> Stop basing truth upon your experiences and start basing yeah. it upon the Word of God.
1: So let us let me just ask a question. So I think that was a great definition of what spiritual warfare is and our role in it. Let me just, I just want to ask you guys about... The War of the Flesh and the Spirit, if you think that that also is categorized as spiritual warfare. So let me just, I'll just read Galatians 5.17 while y'all think about your answer. For the desire of the flesh is against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. For these are in opposition to one another in order to keep you from doing whatever you want. Dramatic Crikey, pause. Cricket, yeah, cricket, no one is saying cricket. a word. Matt, oh, we, need a, uh, we need a sound effect. We need some sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> Crikey, I don't want to hit the wrong one. <laughs> so, we've I'm just, got him, but. so I'm curious. I mean, I think, I think that we've, I just don't want to leave the discussion before we answer some potential questions about spiritual warfare. Because do we think that's spiritual warfare, the war of the flesh and the spirit?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think
1: that's I do too. I think it is. Well,
3: I think it I may be y- y'all can delete this or do whatever. The the for me it's the flesh. Spiritual warfare is like I said earlier, it's the bigger platform right. that allows my flesh to get me sidetracked or to not follow in the the path that I'm supposed to follow. So that's that's what I see. I see it more of it's not a spiritual warfare that I open my phone and all of a sudden that pops up. It's the fact that I'm able to do that. It the the media out there Oh,
1: is, you don't okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I well, think that could be categorized as for for me the war of the flesh and the spirit i think that might be categorized as spiritual warfare
0: so i have a i have a question for your question um <laughs> when it says when it says the the flesh and the spirit what what is the wording again
1: for the desires of the flesh is against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh Okay. For these are in opposition to one another. Okay,
0: so I looked up the definition of opposition because I wanted to get a, a good hold on that. And the definition of opposition is resistance or dissent expressed in action or argument. So for me, do you think when it says the flesh and the spirit, do you think when it says flesh it's in a way talking about temptation? Or is it just talking about the flesh as... Our bodies.
1: Well, the flesh always wants to serve itself. I think Mm -hmm. it's talking about that sin nature of constantly wanting to serve myself, my agenda, my schedule, my...
2: (laughs) I think it's a byproduct of spiritual warfare. Because
1: I think... Okay, what do you mean?
2: I mean, you even look at spiritual warfare happened way before we were even thought of technically. You know, like Satan led yes. his angels against God. There was a God. war. Yeah. Yes. So there was spiritual war, <laughs> and then oh, yeah. So and then because okay. the earth was then given to
1: right Satan. We Satan. then
2: have we now have a flesh that we have to deal with. Okay. So flesh is almost like the incarnation of spiritual warfare, if you would think about it that way that yeah. we have to be on guard against because of where we live.
0: I was going to I was going to ask it says flesh and spirit and I was going to say if if you said it deals with temptation I was going to say do you think when Satan tempted Jesus in the desert would you consider that spiritual warfare? Because it is it is um, it is the most direct picture that we have of Satan being a spiritual being right tempting Jesus which at that moment was a man. human and man, would and obviously the flesh and spirit opposed each other. Right. So would you consider that spiritual warfare?
1: I would, because according to our definition of spiritual warfare at this point, mm-hmm. um, Jesus combated that with scripture, scripture. and truth.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. But we can also combat the flesh and spirit with Ephesians 6. Yeah, eleven, yeah, or twelve, when it says, "Our battle is not against flesh and blood," right? So,
1: okay, interesting. It's not.
2: It's human nature again. The ideals of what a successful human nature can give you, you know, the the primal instincts, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know. Oh yeah, Matt, that's good. Yeah. So if we if we think about it along the primal mm-hmm part of it's anti-god
2: yeah it's full of what can i get what can i yeah. keep what can i hoard away mine 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 yes mine. yeah that okay. ideal again battles the ideal of what can i give what can i give away right okay i
1: was just curious okay so our role in spiritual warfare is just to contend for the contend
0: truth for the faith and combat the ideals of unbiblical views of God.
1: Okay.
3: I would say that would be our biggest problem with spiritual warfare mm-hmm. is that twisted truth of scripture.
1: Oh, yeah. for sure.
0: Because without it, we wouldn't we wouldn't really have wouldn't any have opposition. It. Right. Yep. It would just be. Biblical Christianity as, like, pretty much your only option.
1: So what are you going to say to someone who calls you and says, I need prayer because I'm having a lot of spiritual warfare?
2: I would ask we, them to elaborate.
1: Because we hear that in Western Civilization Church all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And
2: a lot of times it just means
1: What does it mean? That's what I'm asking. What does that mean? I'm
2: trying real hard not to eat this chocolate cake. Yeah. (laughs) Satan's just tempting me. That's what
0: that's what I was gonna say. Most like (laughs) get out of here. Most of the time when people like when I've come in contact with people that say stuff like that to me, like, pray for me like Satan's Satan's on me like this week, or you know, there's a lot of spiritual warfare going around me. That's I I say I normally ask them, okay, like elaborate, be more specific. Like, why do you think Satan's on you this week? Why do you think there's a lot of. And normally it's like Matt said, you know, (laughs) I'm on a diet and I've been around a lot of chocolate cake recently. I'm just so. And I'm just so and i'm just i'm so grumpy i'm just so grumpy cuz i yeah. can't eat Hangry. that chocolate che- that yeah. co- chocolate cake right right in front of me and you know satan's just right
2: behind me trying Carolyn. to push me into it <laughs> you're just hungry <laughs> <laughs> it's not satan yeah.
1: yeah so i'm just i'm just curious you know what i mean what are we going to say now that we now that we have dissected this yeah. and what, what how would we respond to someone
2: yeah, I, I think the best response is to go through the armor of God. So are we, you know, and trust me, it it's gotten so cheesy because I remember it from children's church. The illustration. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the illustration, when Paul wrote it, everybody was like, wow, that's really great. Now that we've had children's books and yeah, songs and all sorts of stuff. Making it cheesy. Yeah, it basically, are you standing... Uh, what's the first one? The belt of truth, right? Right. Are you standing for truth, breastplate of, breastplate of righteousness? Are you standing for righteousness? Are you ready to give the gospel it, yeah. of peace? All right, peace is the the, the main word there. Oh, are you yeah. ready to give peace? Right. Um, do you have a shield of faith, a.k.a. is your faith strong enough to withstand... What's coming? Yeah, the, Id- the ideals that are constantly bombarding you. Um, and then um, the helmet of salvation, you know, do you crown yourself daily with the word of God mm. in relationship to God, knowing that you are His and that you are no longer belonging to the ideologies of the world? That is the helmet of yourself. salvation. Yeah, or yourself. The
1: ideologies of the world or yourself.
2: Yes. Um, And then the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Right. So are we able to combat these ideologies with God's word? Are we in God's word enough to Mm -hmm. be able to go on the offense and say, whoa, no, 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 no. So we have the shield of faith, which means we've been in the word of God. We understand the word of God. We're able to defend ourselves against these ideologies, but it doesn't stop there. Do we have an offense against these? Are we able to attack it with God's word? And we see Jesus doing that all the time in the New Testament. So do we, yeah, it just goes down. Do we live like Jesus? Do we stand upon the things that Jesus stood for? And are we ready to give peace and to to combat these ideologies of the world yeah. with the god's you know
1: well and the bottom line is you know i have to know truth to correct any untruth the, I, yes, there's no yes. way i can there's no way i can even recognize or discern untruth unless mm-hmm. i know truth um to the point that i can explain it that i'm living it that I'm walking in it yeah. daily, so I think that's important.
2: Yes. Step
0: yeah. one: open the Bible.
2: Open the Bible. Step two. Step two. Step read two. the Bible. Read, it. <laughs> read, the, read the Bible. Bible.
0: <laughs> step three: turn read the page. Said Bible again. Turn the page. Step four: turn page.
1: Yeah, but okay. So step this five: is, this repeat is steps one through four. <laughs> this is another episode, but you know we do need to talk about. Um, reading the Bible without bringing your bias and your ex- experience to the table and yeah. letting that twist scripture, because that happens. Meology. Yeah. yeah, and we have to talk about that because some some lady messaged me on Instagram just a couple of weeks ago and told mm-hmm. me that no one could ever Properly exegete the scriptures because we are sinful people, and what so was there the was so the there Holy was Spirit Spirit no again? way yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, that's what, what that's, what yeah. but yes, that's what she said. We're not laughing at you. Thank you for your comments. But yes,
2: if we ha- if we look at the Holy Spirit and what his role was when Jesus sent it, he, mm. yeah, interpretation like, is one interpretation? of those. Yeah. That's one of the bigger roles. Yeah. Like he is the helper. For us to yeah. understand who God
0: is when Jesus isn't here. Because who wrote the Bible through the help of oh, there you go. the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. So you have the yeah. the helper inside of you that pretty much wrote what you're trying to interpret. So Yeah. In a sense, if you are filled with the Holy Spirit, like we said in a, yeah. a previous podcast, you will understand it because it will be revealed to you.
2: Right.
1: So what encouragement are we gonna give somebody that feels like they are in a battle, that they are in the midst of spiritual warfare? What encouragement are we gonna leave them with? I was gonna say eat the chocolate cake, but <laughs> 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 that yes. life is eat short. It. Eat I'm the short, cake. Eat the cake. <laughs> eat <laughs> the Stop cake. being angry. <laughs> no, but seriously.
0: I would say look at look at the people you surround you with. The, uh, yeah. I said that wrong. You're look you're at the people yep. you surround yourself with. Look at the situations you put yourself in. um, Record the amount of time that you spend with God and his word. Think about that. Because, I mean, me personally, I don't spend enough time in God's word. And sometimes I think, oh, my gosh, like, I must be, you know, in spiritual warfare. My temptation's really, really high right now. Like, why is that? And then I think, you know... I've been on my phone for six and a half hours today and I haven't even opened the Bible. So yeah. Yeah. it's it comes down, it's a lot of self-reflecting because if you don't if you don't have that, then you can't you can't realize why things are happening. Like yeah. spiritual warfare. You're not gonna realize if it's spiritual warfare, just the byproduct of yeah. living in a fallen world. Right. Because you're not self-reflecting on am I in the Bible enough? Am yeah. I praying enough? Am I basically doing all of the spiritual disciplines enough to fully grasp a biblical view of God and the surroundings of my life.
2: Yeah, I love that. I I would, again, I would take a look at the, the armor of God, Ephesians 6, and I would look and I would say, am I being attacked because I stand for mm-hmm. all of these? If none of these are being attacked in my life, (laughs) it's probably not spiritual Spiritual warfare. warfare. It's probably just me being dramatic, Mm -hmm. so on so Yeah. So eat the cake. Yeah, eat the cake.
1: I would say um, just uh, I totally agree with all of you that it would take a moment for self-reflection to determine if it was spiritual warfare now that we've gotten such a good, clear definition of it, and then um, you know, you have to submit to God. Yeah. You know, that's what James four, seven says, you know, submit yourself to God. So that means come under his authority. Um, look again, see if you're being obedient, see if there's an area uh, that you need to repent and surrender to him. And then, um, you know, after you submit to him, you know, stand firm, stand firm. That's, that's what, you know, Ephesians 6, 11, and 12 are about.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So, and just remember, you know, the battle, the the battle is the Lord's. You know, we have those scriptures in the Old Testament. We have those visual pictures of those wars in the Old Testament that God literally told his people, I'm going to win this for you. I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do it. I'm going to do it for you. And I think it's, just a good representation of of that's how God operates. Character. That's that's His character. Yeah. That's hadn't what He changed. does. It hadn't changed. So you know, go to some of those scriptures if you need encouragement and remind yourself. I mean, we have to remind ourselves daily. Yeah. Who God? I know I do. Who God is, mm-hmm.
3: and who I am,
1: and who I am in light of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Great discussion. That was really good. It was good. Oh.
0: It's good. It's fun.
1: I know. Ellis, you were kind of spicy there for a little bit. So. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Guys, please um, ask some questions, topic suggestions, comments. Hit um, us up? All that. Instagram, um, our website. And we'd love to hear from you. And yep. All of them at Unpopular Truth Podcast. Yep. That's our
2: Instagram, Facebook, at Unpopular Truth Podcast. Yep. Website www.unpopulartruthpodcast.com
3: Thank you for listening. See y'all.
2: Bye.